This is the Rock and Roll Sutra Podcast. My name is Joe Simic. I'm the songwriter behind a music project called Destroy It Up, and I'm a yoga teacher living and working in the Philadelphia area. If you're a return listener, then you know this podcast has become a place for me to talk about my songwriting, which has been greatly influenced by yoga philosophy. About two years ago, I released an album called Sutra, It was a collection of rock songs, and the lyrics were directly influenced by Patanjali's Yoga Sutra, an ancient text about yoga. You can listen to me break down every song on that album by going back to episode one of this podcast. But now, I'm launching into a two-song EP, a new release called Shiva Shakti. In this episode, I'm going to play you the first song, the side A of my imaginary vinyl, titled Shiva, with the subtitle he just danced. And then I'm going to break down the philosophy behind the song. As to not influence your thinking about the song before you hear it, I'll leave the commentary to after. So let's have a listen. Here's Destroyed Up's Shiva, He Just Danced, on the Rock and Roll Sutra podcast. Cycles, yeah, everything turns 
always get a funny look when I tell people the name of my band is Destroyed Up. Being the laid-back yoga guy I am, they always think it's a weird name. People think it's a hardcore band or something. That word destroy, you know, it has a negative connotation. But there is a reason I added the up at the end. This song, Shiva, really gets at the heart of why I chose Destroy It Up. In a nutshell, destruction is at the heart of creation. Let me explain. But before I do, I want to say that much of the influence for writing these lyrics to these two new songs comes from the books and lectures of a Sanskrit scholar and yoga practitioner named Christopher Harish Wallace. And just like the last album being influenced by the Yoga Sutra, a yogic text, this EP was influenced by my reading of two of Wallace's books, Tantra Illuminated and the Recognition Sutras. I had so many ideas and concepts bouncing around in my head when absorbing his work that it spilled out into these two distinct songs. I highly recommend you checking out his work. Okay, so back to the song. First, who is Shiva? Even if they don't know it, most people have seen a statue of the anthropomorphic dancing Shiva, most likely at their local yoga studio. This dancing Shiva is called the Nataraja. I recently learned that there's a, even a huge statue of the Nataraja outside CERN, or the European Organization for Nuclear Research, where, you know, they have the uh, Large Hadron Collider, I think it's called. Uh, and that's really a great choice, actually totally awesome. Hopefully that will make a little bit more sense to you in a minute, um, but if you want to see a photo of the Nataraja, you can Google that. So Shiva is the, is the greatest god in the collection of religions that make up Hinduism. Shiva represents, in the simplest terms, the entirety of the universe, everything it contains, the great dance of the universe. And represented within the Nataraja is everything that Shiva does. The drum in one hand symbolizes creation. The palm forward in another hand represents stasis. And the fire in yet another hand represents destruction. That is the cycle of the universe, creation, stasis, and destruction. Everything follows that cycle. We can't have birth without death and vice versa. So the name Destroyed Up is all about that. Destruction is often necessary for creation. Something will come back up from destruction. When Jeff Tweedy, lead singer for Wilco, was talking about his most famous album, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, he said of the experimentation in making the album, quote, we made it, it's ours to destroy, end quote. That's exactly what the name Destroyed Up is all about. In fact, I put that quote from Tweedy in Seeds, one of the songs on my last album, Sutra, and you can hear it at the end if you listen closely in that song. This song, Shiva, is definitely in part about my romanticism with the aspect of destruction, but it's not only about Shiva the destroyer. In addition to the three hands that represent creation, stasis, and destruction in the Nataraja, we have two other limbs. One is an arm crossing the body of Shiva, and the other is his upraised leg and foot. What do these two represent? Here's where it gets even more interesting. First, we have to think again about Shiva representing the universe, 
But what is the universe made of? For yogis, the answer is consciousness. All of it is consciousness. So, the arm across the body of Shiva is representative of the way consciousness is experienced, and that there is a concealment of consciousness which occurs. 99.9% of our lives, we experience a contraction of consciousness. Happiness is concealed to show sadness. Death is concealed to show us life. We rarely see all of it as it truly is, all parts of the great whole that is unity consciousness. However, if we choose to look at things differently, we see what Shiva is showing us with his upraised foot. The foot is traditionally the holiest part of the guru, by the way. But anyway, this upraised foot represents grace. We see the entirety of the universe here. We see that happiness and sadness, birth and death, are all two sides of the same coin. Yes, the universe is constantly being created, sustained, destroyed, and concealed, but we also have the opportunity to see it for what it is, a magnificent interconnected play of consciousness. In the chorus of the song, I sing, I met Shiva, and he just danced, with a beauty I couldn't stand. What I'm trying to say is that everything that happens in our lives, the beautiful and the ugly, is just part of a great dance. And we don't have to give in to the mental constructs we create for these events. Even the thoughts in our head, where we tap into consciousness, we can see is all part of the whole. As I sing in the bridge, every thought you have, it beats like a drum. It connects you in, or it leaves you numb. You see it as separate, or you see it as one. Shiva dances. That's all that ever happens. But that dance is utterly amazing, in a word, divine. And we can either get caught up in the cycles of birth and death, get caught up in the contractions of consciousness that make up our lives, or we can see that it's all just one big dance. And in doing so, we learn the steps of that dance and we enjoy life a little more. I can't tell you how many times now, when dealing with something difficult or recognizing the beauty in life, I say to myself, ah, Shiva dances. There's such freedom in seeing all the events of life on the same level. It doesn't mean I'm numb and that I don't still react, but I react less and with some measure, and that certainly has lessened my suffering. I hope that makes sense. I hope that adds to your enjoyment of the song. For now, it's a song you'll have to uh, rewind to the beginning of this episode to hear again. Eventually, however, it will be everywhere you listen to music digitally. So take a moment to follow Destroy It Up on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever so you can hear the songs when they drop. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you can hear the next episode when I break down the other new song I'm releasing, Shakti. If you know anything about yoga philosophy, you can't have Shiva without Shakti. Also, I want to mention that you can find all of my music, lyrics, podcast episodes, and ways to get in touch with me at destroyitup.com. And if you are digging this podcast, please like it, review it, etc. And with that, I want to say thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Until next time, my friends, enjoy the dance. And Jai Rock.
Gyroll. <laughs>